you for joining Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. We are delighted and excited to have you join us today. I want you to stay tuned to today's message. Mike Murdoch, he said something that I've repeated in this little three-part series that we're culminating today. And he simply said, you will never possess what you are unwilling to pursue. And so we are thinking on that, a great deal of truth in it, with searching God's word. And so we're, we're doing a final part of this little three-part series on having a pursuing attitude. And so stay tuned to today's message. And we certainly welcome those of you joining us on television or at airjesus.com. I really like um, something, um, before we look at any scripture, but there's something I like about this pursuing attitude, and I really want to use as a subject for this final message in this little three-part series of pursue persistently. Pursue persistently. Turn to your neighbor and say, pursue persistently. And the Holy Spirit just sort of quickened in my heart one day last week. He said that some of my people have given up too quickly on their dreams and their hopes and their desires. And they've lost their passion and they've settled for some things. And um, so that just really got me to thinking about pursuing persistently. Remember... um, Um, Pursue means to follow in an attempt to capture. To follow in an attempt to capture. You're going after something to to lay hold of it. To to gain something. To get something. You're not waiting on everything to come to you. Uh, We've said many times that, you know, know, everything's not going to float into your living room and sit on your lap. And that we have to get up and go pursue some things. If you're waiting for your ship to come in and it hasn't come in, maybe you need to swim out to the ship. And so we've got to be willing to pursue. We've got to be willing to pursue persistently. So this word pursue means to follow, to follow after, to, in an attempt to capture, to persist. It means to persist. It means to make every effort. Make every effort. Sometimes we try and we quit and give up. Make every effort. It means to go after it. Um, Just thinking from God's word, looking at this perspective, throughout God's word, we see so many instances of this pursuing attitude and pursuing persistently. I like Elisha. Elisha, the prophet, and you don't have to turn there, but recorded over in 2 Kings chapter 2, verses 1 through 14, we see something very powerful about Elisha, the prophet. And he was pursuing Elijah the prophet because he wanted what he had. He wanted what he had. And it's very interesting. Uh, Elijah came to three places. He came to Bethel and he said, Elisha, you wait right here while I go to Bethel. And Elisha said, no, I'm coming with you. He said, I'm coming with you. Elijah tried to hold him up, but Elisha said, no, I'm sticking right with you. Then Elijah went to 
Jericho said the same thing. Elisha, you stay here. Elisha said, no, I'm not waiting behind. No, if, if there's going to be anything worth getting, I'm going to be there to get it. I'm, I'm not missing. I like it. Listen to his attitude. Listen to the per, persistent pursuit. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be out of your presence. No, there's something I'm after. He went to Jordan, told Elisha the same thing. You wait here. No, Elisha said, No, I am coming with you. And after a while, Elijah just finally turned around and said, What is it you want from me? Elisha boldly said, Hey, I want a double portion of thy spirit. I want a double portion of your anointing. I want what you have, but I want I want it double. I want I want what you got, man, but I want I want it twice as bad as you got it. I want to be as twice as bad as you are, Elijah. And he was willing to pursue him to get it. And Elijah agreed. He said, All right, he said, if you stay with me, and if you see me when I leave, you'll get it. And when Elijah was taken up, guess who was there to get it? Elisha. There were many other prophets in the land, but none of those other prophets got that, uh, that, that, that mantle and got that anointing, got that double portion. Elisha received the mantle. Elisha received that anointing. Elisha received Elijah's spirit because he was different from everyone else. He was willing to pursue. He pursued persistently. He refused to be denied. He refused to quit. He refused to turn back. And, uh, and there's something powerful there. Elisha teaches us in this. I think he teaches us this. As he pursued Elijah, he says, Pursue spending time with people who are on a greater level than you are. He said that ought to be one of your pursuits in life. You want to pursue people who are on a greater level than you are. Pursue those relationships. And because Elisha knew that great people will inspire you. Great people will inspire you. The Bible says in Proverbs 27:17 how iron sharpens iron. And so that the friend lighten, uh, so that the man lightens his friend's countenance. And that's simply saying that great people will inspire you just as iron sharpeneth iron. Great people will inspire you to become greater. You will pick up their spirit. You will pick up their anointing. You will pick up, you will catch something from them by being around Great people, positive people will inspire you to be positive. And so there's something that Elisha teaches us as uh, he taught us about associating with people who are on a greater level than you are. So if you want to do some great things, you don't need to hang around with people who aren't doing anything. You want to do something, find somebody who's doing something and attach yourself. Pursue them. Pursue those type of relationships. Proverbs 13, 20 says... He that walketh with wise men shall be wise. So you got to pursue. Pursue relationships with people who are on greater levels than you are. Because there's something to obtain there. There's something to capture in that pursuit. And I believe uh, Elijah tested Elisha by purposely trying to keep him back. 
I believe he was really saying, how bad does this boy really want this? And I'm going to put some things, some little roadblocks up. I'm going to test. I'm going to test his persistence. I'm going to test him to see if he's really ready for it. And I believe Elijah was testing him at different points, trying to keep him back, trying to push him away, just to see if he would keep coming. And Elisha passed that test. And I believe Elijah wanted to make it inconvenient for him. Didn't want to make it too easy. And I, I, and I feel the same way. I've learned that in dealing with people... Uh, so often I get so many people coming to me for, for different things, variety of things, for counsel and, and just a variety of things. And I have learned that if you will make it a little inconvenient, you can weed people out. And so I have now I don't just give everybody my time and advice and wisdom and counsel and resources. And I don't just I don't do that now because I, I like to now make it a little inconvenient. My father was that way. My father would never just give somebody something. He would always make them invest. He would always make them invest something of themselves because then they would be able to appreciate it better. If they invested something of themselves. So I, I've started creating a uh, little inconvenience. I tell people, meet me next month. You ought to, I said, next month. 60 days out. Let's set up an appointment. I try to make it inconvenient. I give them some books to read. I read these books, then you come back to them, and then we'll talk. Go attend this seminar, then we'll meet when you get back. And I have found that when I put up these little roadblocks, I never hear from these people again. Glory to God. <laughs> because I realize that they're not persistent in their pursuit. They, 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 you know, they're out on a, just a little uh, phlegm and is, is not really sincere. If it's, if it's not really a conviction on the inside, the inconsistency will show up on the outside. So you can always check. You can always check. Um, how sincere and how bad. Tony Davis, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? I believe that's the question that uh, we get throughout Scripture. And that's the question God has given us. You're missing out on things because you just let them go. You haven't gone after them. You, you, just, you, you haven't pursued your dreams. Haven't, you haven't made any attempt to pursue Reach your goals. You haven't, you haven't gone to school to study your subject or even gotten any books. You, you, you haven't um, tried to save any You haven't pursued. So um, there's, there's, a, there's something about persistent, pursuing persistently. I remember a young man years ago, he came to Pastor Dale and he was eager about getting into ministry. Pastor Dale simply said, go to Bible school. When you graduate, I'll ordain you in the ministry. Well, Pastor Dale didn't have to deal with him another day because he didn't go to Bible school and so that he was, he, he, he was void in meeting the criteria and so he didn't pursue. So you can tell, you can, you can always challenge a person's real intention. If it's real, if it's a serious pursuit, if they're really convicted on the inside, commitment will show up on the outside. If it's, if it's a true, uh, if it's really something that's a strong conviction on the inside, and I believe that's what um, Elijah did to Elisha. There, turn over to Matthew. I, I love this. This is probably one of the most um, pursuing instances in the Bible that I've ever read. It's one of the most pursuing instances in the Bible where somebody was denied 
And they pursued and they were persistent and they pursued and pursued until they got what they were going to get. Matthew chapter 15. Matthew chapter 15. Look at verse 21. And uh, we'll try to read as quick as we can. Matthew uh, 15 verses 21 through 28. Notice what it says. Matthew 15, 21. Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast. And cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the a devil. Now you would think, now the devil being God's arch enemy, his chief rival, you would think Jesus would act immediately to deliver this little innocent girl who's possessed with the devil. You would think Jesus would be anxious to cast the devil out and send him back where he belongs. Notice. Notice there, uh, verse 23. But he answered her not a word. Now Jesus is playing a little game. He ignored the woman. Here's a woman stricken with the vilest of God's enemies, the devil himself, and Jesus ignores her. Ignores her first request. What if the woman had bowed her head and gone home at that point? Continue reading. And his disciples came and besought him saying, Notice this, you're going to see this pursuing attitude, this pursuing persistently. That disciple said, Send her away! For she cried after us! Jesus, you got to do something with this woman. She's, she's after all of us. She's worrying all of us. She won't leave us alone. She won't take no for an answer. God, she's... She, notice the pursuit. Here's a woman who was just ignored by Jesus and that didn't stop her. She was ignored by Jesus. And Jesus, now Jesus... Jesus keep in mind, Jesus knows. He knows exactly what's going on. So Jesus is... He's playing a little game on the inside. He has intuition. He knows this woman has what it takes to demonstrate and to teach a lesson to not only his disciples, but to those of us who will come along years later. He wants to teach something on persistence. And so Jesus purposely ignores her. He purposely allows the disciples to try to get rid of her. Continue reading. Notice what it says. Um, verse 24, but he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Now he's telling the woman, you're not invited to God's party. You are not invited. You are excluded. I'm sorry, but you're going to have to be overlooked. You're not welcome. This doesn't belong to you. She's been ignored. She's been uh, they tried to get rid of her. Now she's told that she's not invited, doesn't belong to her. She's not accepted. She's excluded. And it, it gets worse. It gets worse. That's tell your neighbor. It gets worse. And then verse twenty-five. Then came she. Notice she came. She's still coming. She is still coming. She is still I love that persistence. I love her pursuing attitude. Notice this. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. It gets worse. Notice. But he answered and said, It is not meat to take the children's bread 
and cast it to dogs. Now Jesus has called the woman a dog. Jesus, you've gone too far now. You've gone too far. <laughs> he ignored her. Cyprus, disciples tried to run her off. She was told she was uninvited, excluded. And it gets worse. Now she's been called a dog. I preached on this years ago, one of my first sermons when I was just a teenager. I preached on it from the subject, barking at a woman. <laughs> Jesus barked at a woman. He called her a dog. But notice, even after going through all of those things, notice what she says. Verse 27. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith, be it unto thee even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Look at this, look at this persistence. Look at this persistence here. Here's a woman who went after what she needed. She went after what she knew was hers. She went after it even though she was denied. And notice what God is saying to us. There are going to be times you're going to be denied. There are going to be times you're going to be ignored. There are going to be times you're going to be insulted. There are going to be times where you're going to be offended. There are going to be times where you're not going to be invited. But keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Pursue. Pursue persistently. Pursue. Persistently refuse to give up, refuse to quit, refuse to receive and accept no for an answer. I just love that. Think about all the ideas that we have had that we've never pursued. All the stuff we just quit on. All the things we never went after. Think about all the things we've missed out on simply because we didn't have any persistence. We didn't stick to it. We didn't go after it with a dogged determination, with a faith, and with perseverance, with wisdom. This woman came with all of it. She came and let it all hang out. She said, I got absolutely nothing to lose. She said, my daughter's got a devil. And if I don't do anything, this devil's going to be here. She said, I got nothing to lose. They can insult me. They can talk about me. They can criticize me. They can ignore me. They can try to run me out. But baby, I am still coming. I am still coming. You don't get rid of me that easy. I don't cave in and quit that easy. No, 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 no. She had a pursuing attitude. And Jesus ties this pursuing attitude in the faith. Because he calls it great faith. He said, woman, great is your faith. What is he saying about faith? There's something about faith that refuses to quit. There's something about faith that will not cave in. It won't quit. There's something about faith that will persist. Something about it that, that it'll, it'll keep coming. It'll keep coming. It'll find a way. It's creative. It'll think on its feet. It'll use wisdom. It'll be crafty. It'll do whatever it has to do. He, 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 he just congratulates. He said, well, woman, great is thy faith. And she got her little daughter went home whole. Glory to God. All along, Jesus was teaching a little lesson. He was teaching a little lesson and... He wanted his disciples to know, you all are going to be criticized. You all are going to be ignored. You all are going to be rejected. You're not going to, everything's not going to be easily given to you. You're going to have to go after it. You're going to have some, you're going to have to have backbone. 
and some persistence and determination and dogged determination and faith and go after some things. But you can get it if you go after it. Tony and David say, you can get it if you go after it. You can get it if you go after it. You can get it if you go after it. I like stuff. I want to share some, uh, some wonderful confessions concerning um, persistence and your tenacity and persistence. I heard Pastor Dale um, teaching along these lines and, and it just really blessed me when I heard the confessions. And I want to share them with you. Um, basically, they're just some confessions that are in our heart. Our attitude, in our words, this is how we feel, how we think, how we believe. These are some confessions to help us in our tenacity to pursue something consistently until we bring it into fruition. Number one, I will never give up so long as I know I am right. Say that with me. I will never give up so long as I know I am right. Number two, I will believe that all things will work out for me if I hang on to the end. The Bible says, he that endures to the end shall be saved. Say that with me. I will believe that all things will work out for me. If I hang on to the end. Number three. I will be courageous and undismayed in the face of poor odds. Say it, say it with me. I will be courageous and undismayed in the face of poor odds. Number four. I will not permit anyone to intimidate or deter me from my goals. Say it with me. I will not permit anyone to intimidate or deter me from my goals. Number five. I will fight to overcome all physical handicaps and setbacks. Say it with me. I will fight to overcome all physical handicaps and setbacks. Number six, I will try again and again and yet again to accomplish what I desire. Say it with me. I will try again and again and yet again to accomplish what I desire. Number seven, I will take new faith and resolution from the knowledge that all successful men and women have had to fight, defeat, and adversity. Say it with me. I will take new faith and resolution from the knowledge that all successful men and women have had to fight, defeat, and adversity. Number eight. I will never surrender to discouragement or despair. No matter what seeming obstacles may confront me. Say it with me. I will never surrender to discouragement or despair. No matter what seeming obstacles may confront me. Praise God. Winners are not those who never fail, but those who never quit. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. 
Those of you who are watching live, I want you to go to airjesus.com. You can listen to this message, message number 7344 in its entirety. You can also email it to a friend absolutely free of charge. Thank you for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. This ends message number 7344 by C. Elijah Bronner. To hear other messages or to send this message number 7344 to a friend, simply go to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com. This has been message number 7344. Listen to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com often and keep your spirit charged up.